0: What is up and welcome into the easy Smoke in the GM podcast. I'm your host Ezra McCann and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers. He was all swag as Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL draft guru. Please catch all his work. NBC sports, Chicago.com and the, my team's app. It's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM and, uh, fellas. I don't know if it's a, it was necessarily a shock or a surprise, but, uh, Tom Brady and the, and the, and the Bucks put a whooping on the bears this weekend and, uh, apathetic fan in airs came out. <laughs> I didn't care. I, I, I let one expletive fly during the game and uh yeah, the rest of it I found funny. I don't <laughs> yes. know. I don't know
1: about you guys. I they... I, I, I kind of you know what it was it was a bit of a shock to me, but at the same time, I kind of was a little, little distracted. On this day, I, I put some ribs on the grill and it was raining. <laughs> and, and I made a mistake and, and messed them up. And oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. man. They, they, they the, still the taste the right. Was but the fire too
0: hot? What, what, what happened then?
1: Man, I, I I just I messed up. The fire <laughs> went out. The fire went out. The fire went out. And so usually I'm out there with my cook, food when it's cooking, no matter how long it takes. It was cold so and rainy yesterday. It was cold and rainy. So <laughs> so I kept going back in the house. So I had to make a new fight. So yeah, that that and then and then I had to watch the game on a Paramount Plus app. And I'm talking to a bunch of my boys, and they watching it. They like three plays ahead of me. So they telling me all the bad stuff that's happening before I even see
0: it. So I was like, you know
1: what. Yeah, you got to,
0: you got to, well, you got to stay up. But sometimes like yeah, yesterday, yeah. <laughs> yesterday I've watched, I watched game my, at my buddy Miles' house and uh he's got a great man, great setup, but he has, uh we are watching it on his Apple TV. Mm-hmm. So, so we're like about, about 45 seconds behind.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: usually I got, I got a Facebook app that I'm on. Or a Facebook group that I'm on that I always, you know, we, we we always uh chat during the game. I gotta stay off of it because yeah. they're heads, so they, you know what I'm saying? They I'll see, oh man, what a play. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, it's gonna happen it soon, I guess. Man, that's what I gotta stay I off was. Of it.
1: And then the one TV in the house that would show it live. My wife was was pregnant. She's laying on the couch, so she ain't trying to hear it. Right. So I'm like trying to watch it on mute because <laughs> I'm trying to be live with everybody else. So I was kind of out of it while watching the st- stunner. Like I didn't expect, I, I didn't go to say I expected us to win. As you all know, in my picks, I did expect us to cover, but I didn't expect that. I didn't.
2: Uh, I expected close to that. Um, I expected something like 35 to 10, maybe 35 to 17 with maybe a good showing in the first half being down maybe 21, 10 or, you know, 28, 10 or 28, 14, something like that. I thought the Bears would show something like maybe the defense would get them in a position to where they don't have far to go. You know, like if, if they were to score, it wasn't because of long extended drive, maybe special teams get them good positioning and they use a little bit of momentum until the Buccaneers woke up and said, okay, let's, 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 now, I, I'm like, okay, it's Tom Brady is going to get his <laughs> 600. I knew he's going to get, yeah. like, he's definitely getting 600 today. You know, it's going to happen. He wants to do a quote unquote at home with, with the Buccaneers. um They remember it. He, he's one of those guys like Michael Jordan where any loss a slight that he, that's unforgiven. So he was embarrassed last year with the loss of the Bears when he publicly went out there, got the downs misconstrued. And, you know, he, he can laugh at it now, but he's laughing in your face, but he's planning how to, you know, <laughs> how to get you, you know, behind your back, so to speak. So I knew he was going to, like, make sure, like, this doesn't even come close to being in a game like it was last year. So I didn't expect us to win. I didn't expect the game to at the end to be close at all. But all that being said, it seemed like whatever pluses or advances we've made, you know, with where Justin's going, with where this offense could maybe be you know sustainable uh to where this defense would be something that the front seven can still consistently get after players. and you know, all those imp- just everything just got shot to hell <laughs> with that that loss yesterday. It's just it was yeah. such a beatdown that, I literally at some point, at, at some point, I don't know when I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm more than okay with this. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not tripping, but I need this to be as bad as it can be. So that yeah. that, that dude does not have a job, at least not in this town, being a coach but come none, morning.
0: None of them, yeah. man.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. By him, yeah. by him extension, by him extension his entire staff and, and, and then and, pace. And his I lips.
0: honestly, I, 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 I honestly, I, I was expecting to wake up to mm-hmm. news that there was going there was a firing. Yeah, we woke I, up to news that he ain't gonna be around. Right. It just wasn't news that he'd be fired. <laughs> well, here's the deal. So so I woke up um, and uh, I got in the car, I wanted to take my, my wife to work. And so I, I had I was listening to the the and postgame show on my way home last night. And so the radio was still on there. So, uh, so the news radio came oh on. God. And, you know, he does his, uh, Nagy does his 715 uh, interview on there. So I, I got in the car to his, um, uh, I guess a, a playback of his interview on there. So I was like, okay, so that means he wasn't fired yet because <laughs> he did the interview. <laughs> but I was expecting, I was honestly expecting to to, to get some big news today. Uh, I wouldn't have been shocked if that happened. But it did, I mean, I, it's not going to happen until you know probably season's end. But they they all, all right. have to go. Um number one sign yesterday. Who knew who knew that Elijah Wilkinson would, would be so important? Um hmm. Hmm. he yeah. you know gets um, gets diagnosed with COVID three hours before game time. And so they decided, I'm gonna say they decided because they didn't have to go to him. They decided to go with the rookie Simmons, and Shaq Baird had his way with him. And, they, and for whatever reason, they knew he was a rookie. There were times he he had no help. They, <laughs> they just left left him all out on the island as a rookie. And come on, now he is a pro, and he probably should be ready. Yeah, but still, dude, that's man, just, that's he can't, you, you he can't
2: do that. Right? You're talking an elite now, pass rusher, the world champions. Come on.
0: My question, you you knew who, the, who this defensive line, who this front was going to be strong. Why not start Alex Bars, who has, you know, at least some experience and 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 in his time that he's played has has played pretty well. Why not start him at right tackle instead of this rookie? And of course, when he when he got in, they started to move the ball a little bit, running, you know, running the football. And um, um, who's the 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 running back now to uh, Herbert. Herbert, 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 you know, ran for 100 yards, had, a, had another solid game, yeah. But I, I versus, just, that versus yeah. a,
1: a defense oh, that you cannot run against, yeah. Man. The Cowboys chose not to run with
0: better <laughs> big name running backs, yeah. So, this, this all goes, back, I say all this, and I, I've been long winded here, but I say all this to say it goes, it goes back to, to personnel. And this is this starts with, with, with Ryan Pace at the top,
1: he's got to go. Yeah,
0: it it, and it sucks that you that
1: that it feels that we have to pretty much do a I don't know if you call it a soft rebuild Mm -hmm. or what because we have the quarterback that's that's typically the 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 key piece there. We have the quarterback, some good running backs, we we have good running backs, but we have no dynamic playmaker on our offense. We don't have it. Mooney. No, he's it's not, not dynamic. It's not no. dynamic. I don't think well, he's dynamic.
2: I think he's shown the ability to be that, but because everything else is precludes the ability to – I mean, our receivers, sometimes it's an issue of, are they really being able to get open? And a lot times it's an issue of the play design. Like, if you're calling for long routes and the line can't block, is that the receiver's fault that he's not open yet? You know – because he hasn't finished a route yet is it you know sometimes it's a matter of you're running certain routes but there's no creativity behind it and a defense knows where you're going so they're meeting you to the spot you know it's it's difficult for the receivers to really be able to be the best they can be when they're being f- fettered by their own coaching staff they're being confined by their own coaching staff's inability to be creative and you're putting a lot of pressure or are you asking a lot of a rookie and then not only just a rookie at the quarterback position, but clearly at other positions. I mean, like you said, you put Simmons in, he don't give him any help. That's bad coaching. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you, look at the Bengals, just go sideways for a second. Look at the Bengals and, you know, their head coach, you didn't know if he was going to be able to keep his job, particularly after Burrow got injured last year. It's like, man, what are they doing? They put him in harm's way, blah, blah, blah. And injury happens. Okay. Coach is still there. They come back this year. They don't draft an offensive lineman because that was a criticism. There's nobody to protect, you know, Burrow. They go for the best wide receiver in the draft. A dynamic playmaker. A dynamic playmaker. But keep in mind, this dynamic playmaker was dropping passes at the beginning of the year, okay, in, during preseason. He couldn't catch during preseason. But because of his relationship with Burrow going back to college, Burrow is going to keep feeding him. It's like, I know what you can do. I know who you are. But my point is is that that offensive staff, that coaching staff, is putting that team, that young team, in positions to win. You two, for, the, for the Bengals to go into Baltimore and do to Baltimore, what Baltimore did to the Chargers the week before is impressive because what they saw was, okay, so we know that the Ravens, and they're the same, the same division, so you play them twice a year, so it's not a lot of new things per se, so they, they know who the Ravens are to some degree. And you look at the record for John Harbaugh as a coach in Baltimore. I think he's 14 and 13 against the Bengals. So they've definitely given him problems over, over the, that span of time. But there have been several Bengals coaches since he's been there, at least two or three. Anyway, point being, they saw what the, what the uh, Ravens did the week before, and they know the Ravens like doing zero blitzes and that kind of stuff and putting that pressure on you. So what they did? what did they do? They kept in f- seven blockers. You, you kept in the tight ends to help. We got, like, we got 25 tight ends on, on the roster. We don't use one of them, but one of them at a time. So, <laughs> so they kept in the tight ends to block. They kept the running backs in the block. And like you say, they're dynamic playmakers. But it gives time for a Jamar Chase to run the entire route tree because that brother ran pretty much the entire route tree against the, the Ravens. And the Ravens have some pretty good corners. So it wasn't like it was, you know. But my point is the coaching staff made an adjustment to deal with the team that they're playing with that day, also to help out in areas where they may not be strong at. And the Bengals aren't the perfect team, but we're seeing them grow. We're seeing the coaching staff utilize the players properly. That's the other problem I have with the Bears here. Not only are they putting people in positions to not really succeed, they're not even – you asked the question, why not put in bars? They're not even putting in the people that they have. I just said earlier, we got like five – literally, we have like five tight ends, Mm -hmm. I think, on staff. Why are we not having double tight ends? Why are we not having tight ends on both sides to help both tackles? Why are we not running max protection? I mean, we've seen the – Atlanta Falcons go to a Super Bowl using three tight ends, one wide receiver, and a running back in the backfield and, and dominate teams. I, 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 it's, a, it's a clear indication that this staff doesn't know what to do with what it has or how to go about trying to make it better or make the adjustments when to. And this organization, I'll say it's lasting, being long-winded. I'm, I think people more longer than theirs was. <laughs> but this organization has just since i should say this coaching staff this coaching regime since nagy's been here has been jack to squat when it comes to making adjustments in the second half i mean even when they were successful yeah. as a 12 and 14 they did not make second half adjustments at all like you could if you figure them out you could beat them you can come back from behind it just and it's it's his obstinacy it's yeah. arrogant obstinacy and it's just his hubris is beyond all get out and i'll say this last thing here and i'll stop talking Yes, they got COVID, and he may not be able to be there. I promise you, if we, if we look so much different and better next week with him not being there, you clearly, without any kind of doubt, he is the effing problem. I mean, because hey. he, he has to stay away. He, he can't Maybe he might Zoom hey. calls or something, but he ain't gonna be there physically. But, so it,
1: it, it's funny you said that because one of my boys he called me today. He said, "Hey." Smoke. Next time you are on the podcast, just 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 make sure you mention that with Nagy out, the Bears are about to throw for over three hundred yards. It's gonna be three touchdowns by Fields, and we getting that man up out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it was. So you just say that at the end. It's it's gonna be
0: an interesting weekend yeah, to see what, what what weekend. comes from it. It's
1: gonna be an interesting week.
0: Oh, it's not going to be that much of a difference.
2: What if it idea. is?
0: I don't think so either, but
2: it's going to be interesting to see. We've I mean, seen a slight difference when we know he wasn't calling plays and we saw the, a commitment to a run. Dude, the fucking Buccaneers are one of the top toughest teams and top teams against run defense all year, like going back to last year. The right. Dallas Cowboys with Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard said, you know what, not a good business decision if <laughs> we want to win this game. To run against those guys most teams shy away and when they try they're like yeah we probably shouldn't have been trying to run against them. the Bears a rookie, six-round rookie draft pick run for over 100 yards yeah. <laughs> come on dude I mean this it, uh, it, yeah, it's, is it's, it's, dude it, like you said with pace you know, getting the players in here, like, dude, it's, it's a crime. And I think, I can't remember what the stat is. And I think i talked about it a few podcasts ago about the lack of drafting of offensive linemen, just in general, let alone high draft picks just in general and offensive tackles overall. It's like, how do you not do that when you've been here as long as he's been here and your offensive line has been a continual source of problematic issues. How do you do that? Yeah, drafted none, none, the quarterback. None, none, in the first round. The first the first
1: go round, you drafted a quarterback. Like not that's not even mentioned drafting fields right now. You drafted a quarterback four years ago. Right. Yeah, and you and you did none of that. You're saying like no.
2: what like at least get the best what, free agent what, offensive. We're what, what what not,
1: not even doing that. No, right. Like, what, what, are like, literally, literally we have, like, like, what is it about being in Chicago with, with like, is Chicago just a place where you just happy to be employed? Cause, cause clearly the ownership are so loyal that they don't want to make moves on these people. Like, like, I don't get it. Like you have to look at your contemporary, like, don't they have GM's meetings and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, are these other gms so professional that they're not actually talking shit about this dude in these meetings because i know if i was a gm of another team i'll make him feel it or if i was around the owners i'll make them feel it that you have the worst gm in the business like i'll i will really be like man this clown show over there in chicago i'll throw all type of shots
0: Or like no. it
1: or do you it's just do the
0: opposite just, and say, well, you got you know. Well, to keep them, to keep yeah, them employed. Keep them there, you, know? You, know? <laughs> hey, you guys just have such bad luck, man. That's all it is, man. Yeah. You, you, pieces you, are there. you know what? You're
1: right. The pieces are there for you. You're right. That's probably what they do. That's probably <laughs> what they do. Look, you, you drafted that six-round Herbert, and look what he's doing. You know, like, they're probably sabotaging us, man. Uh, Golly,
2: man, I, this I, is crazy. I think you're both right. I think to the face they're saying what Ayer said. They say that to his face, but behind his back, they're doing what all those uh, heads of states did when they talked about Trump. <laughs> when they started snickering and talking about Trump, it was the, the prime minister from Canada, like the, you know, the German mm-hmm. prime minister, people, they're just snickering. But you get caught. You have to you be know, like a camera and see what they're really saying when no one's watching. <laughs> it's just, oh, man, and
1: and then what's 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 up with the telling Fields is 12 men on the field.
0: Yeah, and his, that, and that's his helmet. That's 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 interesting. Um
2: well, I mean so look, usually man,
0: so usually okay. Usually they're out of the head, they're supposed to be off the, off the headset at 15 seconds on, on the play clock. I think that's a that's a that's a rule and, where they you know and who and who monitors that who the league that? the league does mm-hmm. okay they're supposed to
1: <laughs> and that's something I thought so I was trying to wonder did, were they in no huddle were like were they trying to go fast already and so that it must have,
0: yeah like, it it must have been yeah because
1: that was my thoughts too
0: so they he tried you know what they got they got twelve now go 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 go. And Fields just went because he's listening to what his coaches are right. saying. Right, right. Yet the rest of the offense was not in tune to what was going on. <laughs> and that, you know, that blew up the play. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's an interesting one. I don't think coaches should never be, you know, trying to tell, you know, players or try to be their eyes out there. It should be. Here's the play, mm-hmm. you know, do, do what you do. Because because you, then you're, you're starting to get into, um, uh, into their, you know, reaction and, you know, um, what's, what's the word I'm trying to use? Um, their sense of um, autonomy, um, uh, no. individual reactivity. Yeah, um, that that's a good one. That's not what I'm yeah. looking for, but it's close. <laughs> Their um, their process, they're yes, yes. Yeah, they're trying. You're trying to get. you getting into that process, and and you know throw that, them off. that but, throw. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I see. Just, I just don't see that as a help.
1: And see, and that's the one thing why I always go back to our lack of dynamic playmakers. Because for me, I feel like when he, when when plays break down, our receivers are not. Being innovative, they're not. They're then
2: th- this. No, no, I, maybe I'm wrong. No, no, no. Every I'm just laughing because every week you're talking about how come I watch every other team and their guys <laughs> are wide open. Our guys, but it's, it's, guys it's so just. Wrong.
1: But it's like when the play break down, it's like they're still staying in their original route. Yeah, in the same, yeah, the
0: same spot. They just stand in the same spot.
1: Like you have Bad to coaching. <laughs> but but don't you. Don't
2: your instincts instincts supposed to take over at some point? Not if they've been dulled by your coaching. (laughs) I mean, seriously. Yes, I agree with you. They, They should take over. There should be some kind of, you know, whatever got you to the pros and your instincts and your ability to be able to be, you know, a special player to be able to be even in the NFL. You would think that would kick in. But, you know, there's no more sport that's coached more in terms of, you know, position coaches and what they do and how the, you know, how how these coaches are drilling you than, 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 than football. There just isn't. There's a lot more autonomy in basketball uh, and hockey there's a certain regimental aspect to it, but hockey is such a free-flowing sport. The ice itself is a dynamic surface that makes things happen. And baseball is, you know, it's an individual sport in some respects because it's, you know, person to person when it's the batter and the pitcher. And then the team aspect gets involved once the balls hit or whatever. But football, you're drilled like, and this is what we want you to do. This is how we want you to do it. I mean, to the point that we were over here and uh, about Tom Brady telling Mike Evans, "No, you need to be this half inch over here mm-hmm. instead of this half inch over there." Like, really, dude? But you know, that's the kind of you know specificity that that football brings. And so, if these guys are being taught a certain way, and this is how we want you to run. This is how we want you to do the offense. You know, sometimes your your instincts can be dulled, I guess is what I'm saying. And a coaching a bad coaching staff can can make you bad players. Just like a good coaching staff can enhance your abilities. But that's fine. But everybody knows that
0: okay, when a play breaks down and to, to smoke's point, if a play breaks down, go find an open spot. It, it should be that simple. As as a player, you should, you should, you should know that. Every other team, like and like you said, like you said, Glenn. Every other every other team does this, but the Bears, it seems. And why is that? And this has been going on for years. Bad so country. why? So why is it? Well, except for, and I, I know you guys are gonna get on me for this. Except for the uh, the Brandon Marshall years. Well, I'm not, not going to on the field.
1: No, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm literally Cutler, not. Good. Cutler knew where he was going with the ball. Yeah. Man. Well, not just that, but you had better. T- Look, man. what's, what's talent. The, What was the GM? I can't think of his name at the time. Um, the one that brought in Trestman, but Phil Emery. Uh, Phil Emery. You know, Phil Emery to me, I, I'm like mixed because there were things he did. I was like, oh, dude, this dude, like getting Brandon Marshall here made a lot of sense. Made a lot of sense. Getting the tight end we got. um Martellus Bennett. Martellus Bennett. Made a lot of sense. Drafting Alshon Jeffrey. Made a lot of sense. You got bigger, taller targets for a quarterback who's not as accurate as he could be, but has a big arm that can throw it and get it up there to where those guys can go get it. And that's what they did. And you, and then utilizing, you know, and then we had a decent offensive line. It wasn't great. Decent offensive line. You know, and then we, we kept the other tight end because we had Bennett, but we had the other tight end from Wake Forest. I can't. Think of his name. He was a tight end right before Bennett got here. I think one year we had the both of them. Uh he was kind of a pass catching tight end. From I can't remember Wake? his name. Yeah, he played at Wake Forest. I just can't, I can't think of his think name right I now. I don't remember that. I think. I um, that. But my point being is that they had offensively, that was the most athletic receiving core that I've ever seen, which is not a high bar to get by by me. Because it's not like you know, outside of Dennis McKinnon and, and Willie Galt but we didn't have the same type of tight end. And Bennett was athletically a really, you know, special kind of tight end and Brandon Marshall is hall of fame, you know, borderline. Yeah. yeah. And then Alshon had a, you know, real good ability, you know, and both can go up and get the ball. And then you've got uh, forte who was a great receiving running back, you know, so you had, he had weapons, <laughs> you know, and, and these guys and Brandon Marshall had enough, you know, wherewithal and enough, you know, personal, you know, uh, integrity about his game that, hey, I'm going to go get it. You know, that game against San Francisco still sticks out in my mind as one of the better receiver, you know, efforts that I've seen from a receiver as a Bear player in the history of the Bears. Because, you know, winning that game, he, he did a lot to do to try and win that damn game. You know, I mean, and that's, I think Fuller had a pretty good game that game as well. But I'm just saying, we don't have those guys and whatever, you know, the coaching staff at the time we had then at least was allowing those players to play to their abilities. They weren't getting in the way. I think this coaching staff gets in the way of everybody, especially offensively. And that the reason why we win is because that coach doesn't fuck with the, Excuse my language. He doesn't mess with the defense. The defensive coordinator has been allowed to coordinate those. The Fangio, he didn't mess with Fangio's. He wasn't going to mess with Fangio that that defense Fangio did really well. Pagano had enough respect. He didn't mess with that. And the defense was pretty much established. So Nagy stays away from that. Everything offensively, it's been nulled. It's been dulled. It's been nullified, mainly by him and his coaching staff. He he coaches the joy out of offense. <laughs> That's,
0: That's he's He's the offensive guy. He's an offensive
2: Grinch. He's the Grinch that stole – the The
0: offense has, has steadily gone down since he's been here. Yes. And I the wouldn't touch football. We're 32nd uh, in the league at offense now.
1: A constant yeah. decline. Yes. Like, like how? Like pace. <laughs> how are you con- like how are you continuing to let this go? Like you could possibly save yourself. Right. I don't want you to be saved, but but it's like y'all made a pact. We're going to go down together. Maybe. Like, it's just, it's insane. It's insane to me, man. And it's, I, like, I speak about dynamic playmakers. I do think the scheme is just bad. Mm -hmm. Like, I do think the scheme is very bad, man. And Mm -hmm. I mean, so that plays a part. And I, you could be, you, you are probably right, GM, that it probably is just, they're doing what they're coached to do, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, and it's like, Hey man, it is frustrating. And, you know, on that, on that play with the 12 men on the field, I think fields made a bad throw, not going to absolve him from it. You know, the throw was behind uh, Alan Robinson. He had to try to turn his body and make a catch and he slipped, but you know, I think what he said though in the presser was was big because he said he think that his receivers were confused at what he did because when he hyped the ball so quick, he think it caught them off guard. And then he rolled out because he 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 improvised at that moment. Mm-hmm. So clearly the play wasn't designed for him to do that. And I'm thinking maybe he thought Allen Robinson found the hole in the zone and was going to sit. Okay. And, but Allen kept going. And, you know, and it's like, man. Girl, you know, it's growing. I mean, that's growing. It's growing past. And
2: it it's not on the same page. I get yeah. that. But like you're saying, man, it's something It's something else, dude. It's it, something it, else. Like you said, they, they have a 30-second sec, ranked offense. His offense is getting worse. Right? Having passed over – Three hundred yards? No, not this year yet. Look, man. Even other rookies are doing a little bit better throwing the ball. Hmm. I, look, look, man, it's you, you. You know, take coaching staffs. Take you know, is Mac Jones more talented than Justin Fields? I don't think no, he's no. more talented. No. I think they're they're a little bit talented differently, but I don't think he's more talented. He's definitely not more athletic. I don't they know think the strengths more... of their team. But they're coached well. And they, they, yeah. you, look, you look at Mac Jones, he's being coached well. He they're not asking him to do a whole bunch, they're not asking him to do anything more than he can do. He's most of the plays he's keeping in front of, he's not going downfield 30, 40, 50 yard downfield. And, you know, the jets are a little you know happy with Zach Wilson because oh, we got a guy that can throw the ball. Let's have you know, gotta get that boy hurt. Like I figured he might get hurt because he's not a big dude. Okay. Even, even Jacksonville is found like, okay, Trevor, after a few weeks, what, what do you do well? And then you start seeing a few more RPOs. Like when they played the Bengals and they got out on them, you know, 21 nothing. you know what I'm saying? They, they, I mean, the Jacksonville was taking it to them. And, you know, Lawrence was looking like, oh, okay, now, now I see why you're number mm-hmm. one pick. You know, then the Jacksonville reverted back to being Jacksonville and lost the game. But you saw more of what Lawrence was doing. And so this is what you do. Are, are we fine? Do, do they know it? Are they clear understanding? Step. Yeah, what I'm Justin does? What, what, is, what does he do well? Uh, RPOs. You can just go back and look. Do play the big? Like, how, how do you play in the Big Ten and, and win the Big Ten back to back years? And you be in Chicago where the Big Ten network is near your home base, and you have no effing clue as to what the player, the Big Ten Player of the Year, back to back, is doing. Mm-hmm. How can you not? Know? That's just. How can you not know? By accident, you should know. How you have this relationship with Ryan Day, the, the, the head coach of Ohio State. Where you can go there, and he gives you the skinny on Justin. Hey, Justin's the first win, last one out, and blah blah blah. And so you've got this rapport. Why are you not talking to him on a weekly basis? As a, hey, can we hire? Can you consult for us on the on the hush hush on the QT? So nobody really knows. Wink wink, nudge nudge. You know, we'll look out for you. I'll put in the good word for whatever team you know is looking for a head coach, offensive of court, whatever. I mean, whatever you got to do, right? And they're just not doing it because they're so arrogant. They know what's best. They're the smartest guys in the room, and their hubris is killing them. And what do they say before happens before the fall? Pride goes before the fall. Is it Eric? Maybe they honestly don't know what they're no, doing. No, you can, you can still be you, an arrogant idiot. You can't.
1: <laughs> you can't, like, just be content with doing the same thing.
2: Unless you're an arrogant idiot.
1: Going like like that's the definition of insanity right yes doing the
0: same things over and over that does not work but i'm saying what if what if all he knows is what andy reed taught him right what what if that's what if that's all he knows and he doesn't know anything he doesn't know how to do anything else
2: that's that's not the problem is the problem is that he doesn't know the problem is he doesn't want to know that's the problem. His arrogancy, his obstinate arrogance, is leading to lunacy and idiocy on the field. Yeah. Just because you don't know doesn't mean you can't find out. Exactly. This, is not his, this is not his first year coaching.
1: This, this That's the thing. It's coaching. This is coaching. This is something that is not setting stone that you have to do it this
2: way. No. <laughs> the best coaches at that. Best coaches at that. Look at John Harbaugh. Take John Harbaugh, for instance, with the Baltimore Ravens. Joe Flacco is nothing like Lamar Jackson. Nothing like Lamar Jackson. He went to a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco and one Super Bowl with John Flacco, Joe Flacco. He was back to back. I don't know how many years in a row they went to the playoffs I think Flacco's first five years, they went to the playoffs. Okay. You get Lamar Jackson. He's the last pick. John Harbaugh is like close to either I'm going to retire or they're going to let me go. Ozzy Newsom gave me this guy. He's a great athlete. I don't know. Uh we're struck. You know what? Hey, we're not winning. Put the young guy. Whoa, hey, that was that was pretty. Can you do some more of that? Hey, uh, keep in mind the Ravens, when they went to their last Super Bowl, fired their offensive coordinator during the middle end of the part of the season and elevated. Um, I can't remember the coach's name as the brother. I can't remember his name right now. You know, being the head coach for the Lions for a couple of years, but it ended up Caldwell. Caldwell, yeah, ended up making Caldwell the offensive coordinator for the for the uh, Ravens, and they went to the Super Bowl. That's called making an adjustment. You look at his brother Jim Harbaugh, you know, I, I, this this Smith guy, Alex Smith has been here the whole time, The one picking the draft. We finally got a really good team. The defense is fantastic, and Alex isn't doing anything wrong. But I just wish I can get a little bit more of my. I got this guy from what school did he go to Nevada. Yeah, you know he's kind of rangy, he's a little inaccurate, but what an athlete! Let's just try him out on Monday night against the Bears defense and see what'll happen. And so Colin Kaepernick is born, and then the you know they go to back to back you know NFC Championship games and lose in the Super Bowl to his brother John Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh does, but it was a heck of a Super Bowl. And really, the Forty is like, hey, we just ran out of time. Was that his you know first I mean? start against
0: the,
1: against Bears. the Bears? Yes, yes.
2: Wow. yes, that was his first start. That was his first start. The Bears didn't know what hit him. Because they were preparing (laughs) for something else. I remember that game. Yeah.
0: But I'm just saying,
2: the point is, good coaches make adjustments, even when it may seem like the most inopportune time, or maybe it doesn't quite seem to make sense, and they're not afraid to try something because the other thing's not working. Mm -hmm. This guy is so arrogant and so obstinate that he is looking like a buffoon nationally because he is just unwilling to change to and then his insecurity comes out when he has to keep telling us i'm the head coach you know everything comes through me blah 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 you know we're gonna do this and it's the same bs just packaged differently and they're in there's a chance they may ruin this young man i hope yeah. they're not just justin seems to be a very mentally strong young man so i don't i'm not giving up thinking that, okay, mentally he can't handle what's going on. But I saw about physically. Like, I don't want that dude getting hurt. I don't want a Joe Burrow situation happening to him to where, you know, his knees are taken out from him or, you know, his chest is imploded or he gets a concussion and he becomes a concussion protocol every few weeks because he's, like, you know, susceptible to, pro- to concussions now because he's starting to sustain them because he's taking these unconscionable hits. You know what I mean?
1: I, f- I, f- I, feel, like, I feel like we're running an offense from the playbook uh... – Offense for dummies. <laughs> no. Nah, like, I feel like that's what we're running.
2: Like at least at least offense for dummies would explain what's going on. So. <laughs> like it is
1: it's, it's disheartening, man. And 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 to into and, and to sit here and not know for certain that this dude won't be
2: back. We can't, is I don't, the, there's no way. Is the heart, but can't but but you can't you're the laughing stock of there's no way the nation you would hope double time you would hope.
1: Like I was listening to one of the podcasts today and they was speaking on how ownership they hear what's going on. Ownership has to be feeling some type of way. Going back to last week with with Aaron Rogers saying he owns he owns you.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then to this week getting embarrassed the way we got embarrassed. Like, ownership now it's on you. Like, what do you care? Because you – like, I understand everyone says, you know, they they don't handle business that way. They wait to the end of the year. But, man, you got to make a statement, man. In my opinion, even if they do fire him at the end of the year, that don't tell me that you really – that just tells me you were hoping that something could have changed throughout the season. Because if after two weeks, after this week, you really made in your mind that, you know what, this is not the guy I want moving forward, you make she a goes. decision now.
2: Right.
1: You make a decision now. If you're going to hold on, you mess around, hold on, and we can possibly run the table. Are you going to fire him then? No. You got duped again. And right. now we – like. so right. that's, that's my problem.
0: They're going they're gonna mess around they're gonna beat San Francisco and everything is gonna look great yeah and they and they're gonna think that everything everything's fine and, and that's my we're issue back, we're back to 500 everything's fine
2: and then in fact this this is going this is going on for the rest of the year I don't for one last thing funny you should mention San Francisco yeah guess who's under whose seats getting hot in San Francisco yeah Shanahan. Shanahan. and, and they've been room. and they've been to a Super Bowl yeah this team's getting hot. And I know they drafted the rookie, and that might give them another year. And because they won a Super Bowl, what the hell have we won? A division title? Whatever. And that was how long ago?
1: In year one of year four.
2: 2018. 2018. I got the shirt. I
0: got the shirt. <laughs> it's, it's, I got that it's, shirt.
1: Yeah. It's depressing, man. We we need we need new energy, like what we got.
2: Ah, at the United new, There you go. I like that segue. There it is. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking uh, of new energy, what did Conan call Segway Sam? There, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> segway Smoke. Uh,
2: How about them bulls? Unbelievable, man, huh? Man. What, what,
0: what, what was the over and under? We wrote them down, right? We wrote them down. We, we set our over under at 45. And I got them only 50 this year. I said
1: 47. Good. I think you agree that 48, GM. I think, and so, I know. Man. I think, and and easy said. Old. I said they're gonna win 50.
2: championship. He said hey, fifty. He hey, at this, hey at this clip,
0: they're gonna mess around and go eighty-two and zero. <laughs>
2: <laughs> A championship, my
0: friend. Yes, man, man, man. But uh, no, seriously, I, man. The energy this team has come out with to start this season. It, it's just it's just been fun to watch man yeah um, yes. every, every game is every game has been a show uh and even even tonight's game where they they jumped out to a big lead um I think they had well, they were they were up 10 at the half got it up to 20 during the third quarter yeah. and Toronto, back, lag- back. Yeah, yeah, Toronto came back you know and, and it is, the NBA is a game of runs but I saw some things from last season that crept back in with some of the guys they just didn't you know didn't feel comfortable and uh luckily uh our experienced vet now Demar DeRozan mm-hmm. came in and settled everything down and uh put up some 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 big shots late in the fourth quarter and, and saved the victory uh for the Bulls but uh it was a little little scary there though uh Zach was turning over the ball in the, in the end of the fourth quarter Vooch had a couple of uh Couple of misplays where he turned the ball over. Um, some bad defensive uh switches where I think Vooch ended up on Van Vliet and mm-hmm. Van, Van yeah. Vliet Van, <laughs> yeah. crossed them nasty. Nasty. But uh but they got the win though. That's the, the important thing uh that came out on top against Toronto and four 0 it's the first time since the 96-97 season that the Bulls started 4-0. And, and you know what happened that year, right? Championship, my friend. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, we had a guy by the name
1: of uh, Michael Jordan that year too. Hey, I'm I'm very excited about this team. Very entertaining bunch. I was able to catch them live on the home opener, and that was a show, you know. And that's what we ate. We haven't had that in a while. A show. Hey, what was what was the atmosphere like there? Being at, you know, oh man, it, it cool was it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, you get Caruso getting MVP chance, then Zach got MVP chance. It it, it, it was it was wild in there. Lavar Ball was in the building. They showed him on the big screen. Then then after they showed him, Zoe come out hit two threes. It was like it was like wow. Like show your daddy all the time. You know, like it it it, it was amazing. It was fun to watch. But one thing, one major takeaway from these. First four games, two things. Defensively at the guard position. Mm -hmm. We are a problem. Yeah. Yes. Lonzo and Caruso, when they're on the floor together, opposing guards are being terrorized. Yes. Terrorized. Secondly, this is the third straight game where Zach did not score in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. one thing I'm I, watching it live, you know, when they played new Orleans, he didn't score in the first quarter and we were up 10 after the first quarter and then second game. And then he picked it up. He ended up scoring 20 in the second quarter mm-hmm. game against Detroit. He same thing. He didn't have a good off a very good offensive game as far as scoring the entire game tonight, similar but what I saw more so tonight was he was he was passing up shots to get other people going, mm-hmm. especially to get Vooch going, because Vooch mm-hmm. right now, Vooch could be averaging thirty five a game. He's missing some of the easiest buckets yeah. right. <laughs> that that of anybody. He's missing just easy buckets, and I felt like, and I'm like, man, this is crazy to watch because. Zach is understanding he doesn't have to just force it, let it come to him. Yeah. And he has the ability to get hot. Mm-hmm. Like we always talked about even last year. He has the ability to get hot like you haven't seen before. Like he can get real hot. And that's that, – them are big things for him to come out and let – literally like like just let the game come to him. And not force it because we have a guy in DeRozan who's been doing that in the first quarters, getting off to good starts offensively, mm-hmm. which has kept the offense going. Mm-hmm. So it's, that stroke, is he's finding it. It looks, I, man, that stroke looks so much better than it did when he was a I, rookie. I yes. want him to keep it going throughout the game, though. He had five threes, and it was like in mid-third to fourth quarter, he didn't want to take another like it was like when he had the shot, he quickly giving it up. Like turning the Sip.
2: Turn turning the Ben Sip.
1: Like take it. Then he, but well, he'll take a contested one. But the one where it's like <laughs> you got it, he throwing it off. You know, it's like man, like dude, you kind of hot. You hit five threes, like shoot, keep jacking them if you got it. But like that's that's the main key to me, man. And they're just they look like they're having fun together. Yes. You know, and, and like I said, Caruso, Caruso and Javante Green coming off Big the ball, bench. Man. Like the the intensity that they come with,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like, oh, my God, they like little pit bulls, mm-hmm. just, just really harassing people. Now, what I did see, and I saw a game one, and I saw it today, when a team, when an opposing team gets physical, physical, That's when we get a little rattled. Detroit played real physical with us game one. We're just more talented than them. We we just literally just outplayed them. What Toronto got down, they really amped it up physically. And these refs, if you look around the NBA, they're letting these guys play. Mm. So, like, and what I've saw a lot from our guys, they're looking for calls they're looking for calls and they're stopping their sales from playing the game and uh, the team is just on the run going. And so that's, that's the key for me. That's just one thing that we got to clean up on, you know, like play the game. Don't, don't worry about whistles, but whistle come, Hey, then you stop, but keep playing. And right now I see when teams get physical, we kinda, we kinda, you know, get caught up in that and, and we lack a little bit of size. Yes, we we we. I, I I'm hoping the Lakers go on and uh cut Dwight after that mishap, <laughs> and we and we can go and pick him up just just to be an enforcer for us. You
0: know. Hey, what what, uh, what what did uh what did Dwight say to AD?
1: Man, he told him, you took my spot on the seventy fifteen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's,
2: that's what happened. I'm gonna take your check. You took my spot. Oh, <laughs> take your spot. You want my spot flash? You want my spot flash? You can't be me. Could you want I get 5 heart You can't be me. You can't be me. <laughs> Uh, do everything you said, I, I echo. Uh, definitely, uh, Brandon, you hit pretty much every nail on the head with that one. Uh, the lack of size, yeah, clearly that that's going to be an issue going forward when they play bigger teams. Um, so hopefully, you know, before the trading deadline or this is a significant opportunity that they can address that just size-wise, even if it's bringing somebody from the deep to G League or whatever, just. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody with some size, a little bit of athleticism to blend in, so he's not a stiff. Somebody that kind of run the floor, because right yeah. now this team is winning because of athleticism and their ability. Like you said, the guards are on everybody, and this is a this is a guard driven league. So yeah. if, you, if you can kind of handle other team's guard, you can do a lot to stifle another mm. team's offensive uh, flexibility and, and and their their effectiveness. Um, I, was, I was telling Kendall. And I think I said it to you, Ez, as well. I, I thought I thought Ez wasn't wasn't old enough to remember the flying <laughs> the flying Illini he back. T- when he, Kendall- t- he tried to play me. Man. He tried
0: to <laughs> play me, dude. That's that's like Trying to play. Rookie, man.
2: <laughs> back in the late '80s. Uh, you know, when Kendall Gill and, and the Flying Illini made their Final mm-hmm. Four run, they were an undersized team, even by collegiate standards. They had like one tall guy, and that was Lowell Hamilton. He wasn't a wide He's, guy. He, just he got was a, 6'8". Right. Yeah. He was a tall guy. He's kind of range. He's maybe a little bit taller than six, eight, but not much, you know what I'm saying? He's, he was like a rangy guy and not, not a physical guy, but dude, <laughs> the guards and the small four, and they were all like a bunch of six, 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 seven clones. We were just so athletic. They could all jump. They could all run. They were long. They get in the passing lanes. And there's just the transition off of the defensive turnovers was just phenomenal. And that's when, you know, Lou Hinton, or not Lou so I'm sorry. Um uh Dick Vitale coined them, flying Illini, the baby, oh, here they come, oh, I'm telling you, Stephen Bardo, Kendall Gill, the backcourt, oh, baby, these guys are phenomenal. I mean, just all these platitudes, but justly deserved. And I'm watching the Bulls play, I'm like, man, these dudes remind me of the flying I' like a whole bunch of six, 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 seven type dudes getting into passing lanes, causing havoc. And that's where, you know, there's ways to be defensive uh, defensive minded team to be effective defensively. A lot of times we think the size the shot blockers, like, you know what? You can force turnovers any way you force turnovers yeah. in the passing lanes. Yeah. And you play to your strength, you can be a problem for people. And the Bulls did that. Even the 90s Bulls, you know, they had better size and they had, you know, more, you know, Michael and Scotty. That's a big backcourt, really. Yeah. I know, I know Scotty was a small four, but let's be real. Pretty much him and Michael were the guys, you know, the guys. Garden, even Rob Harper's 6'6. Right. Even Ron Harper back in the, the you know, the second iteration yeah, of the Bulls repeat yeah. Ron Harper and Jordan in the backcourt, you know, so in, in, in Scotty, this guy's Dennis Robin, Rodman, this Robin's an undersized power forward in terms of, you know, width and everything, just getting into the passing lane. Mm-hmm. The difference. So yeah, that's where they're going to, they're going to win most of their games. And when the regular season happens, they're, they're going to be able to win like the, the playoffs, it might get a little bit different. That's where the size might become a factor, and hopefully they right, they gonna, they, they're
0: going to correct that before the season is over. I'm sure
2: they, they should. And yeah. to your point, smoke, you know, with the Bulls being seen starting to be physical, the second time they played Detroit, Detroit was even more physical, especially yeah. with with, with uh, Zach saying like, you know, get him out of his game, don't allow him to touch the ball, and you know, get on him, and you know, double team him, double team him right away, be physical with them. So on and so forth. I think the Bulls showed enough, you know, wherewithal. Like you said, they're more talented. Yeah. Um, but the, the second game, they adjusted very well, right? You know, and,
1: and as we saw, that second game wasn't close like the first game was. So
2: right. And hopefully, the coaching staff sees these things too and starts, you know, talking to these guys and, and coaching in terms of, okay, you realize this is how a team's going to come at you, and you know, so they can mentally be you know, aware of what's going to happen. So it's not like a shot. They're not asking for the calls, like you're saying, like you're noticing that kind of stuff. But other than that, man, I mean, dude, yeah, they're fun to watch, no mm-hmm. doubt. And I think we knew they were going to win more games than they won last year. But wow, man, they got to be the most non-talked-about 4-0 team <laughs> in the NBA that's out there. But that's fine. Well, no, fine no, the right guys, here's the deal. They played the New York next Thursday.
0: They beat New York. Oh, yeah, gonna it's gonna, gonna and if we
1: about. lose to New York, they're gonna get talked about. That's what <laughs> that's what pisses me off about watching this stuff. Because we beat them, we're gonna we, we gonna get talked about a little bit, but if we lose to them, it's gonna be headline news because it's the Knicks. We I wanna beat them so bad. I'm telling you, I wanna beat them so bad. Watch that I watched that first game they played of the season, and them fans. Which, hey, oh my God, you would have thought they won the NBA finals. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> it, was, it was. Come
0: on, give, come on. It was, it was.
1: It was a good game. It was, but <laughs> but y'all still the Knicks, and guess. And one thing, I don't care with no, I don't care about nothing. It's it seems like it's God's will. Whenever the Knicks get good, we get good. The Bulls get good.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Cause they. We own them. If we <laughs> own anybody,
0: we pretty much own them. Right, right. You know,
1: you're right. Whenever the Bulls, are, whenever the Knicks are good, the Bulls are good. Yeah. When they're bad, when I say when we're bad, typically the Knicks are bad. Yeah. The Knicks got better than us last year, and we were actually pretty almost even with them. We if we don't if Zach don't get injured, I mean if he don't come down with COVID and yeah. all that time. Right. Is a is a we're, we're, we're not too far behind you know and now this year you know like I got told one of my boys the NBA is better when the Bulls and Knicks are good when they're competitive I ain't gonna say they're good when they're competitive the NBA is better the world is better absolutely you know like you talk about the two meccas of basketball who who do wow. you
2: pick Grassroots. Grassroots level wise, I agree with you, but not NBA wise. NBA wise is Boston and LA.
0: Later for Boston and later for LA. The world is much better <laughs> right. when the Bulls are playing good basketball. Stop! Stop that. Later for them. Hey, where does where does uh, where does Kobe White fit in once he once he comes back? Which he's, I, I guess going to be ready to go in a, in, a, in the next couple of weeks.
2: I'm sure he's getting a lot healthier, a lot quicker, isn't he? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he is. <laughs> Um, Shit, I, I do. Think, I think he fits right? right in, though. Yeah, I do too. I he's think that he fits off. Fits
1: right
2: in. He's that extra scoring punch, and he yeah. you know, he doesn't have to handle the ball. That's the good thing, you know. You can just be the off guard. He can just worry about scoring, like you know, what, Kobe just worried about. I mean, he doesn't even have to commit as much defense. He needs to, you know, show defensively. But with Caruso, you know, and then uh, the Illinois, the sumo, Io, Thank you. Like. Ayo and, and Caruso <laughs> defensively off the bench, you know, he, so, so really Kobe can kind of fit in by just being that guy that runs the floor, mm-hmm. gets to his spot and takes his shot and gets hot quick. He can be like, you know, the Vinny Johnson, you know, just, to, to, you know, just to, to, the microwave on the team, be that guy that just gets heats up. And he's tall too. He's 6'5". I mean, dude, they, they have length. They have depth in certain areas, especially in the backcourt. They're going to be a problem for a while for, for a number of teams. But I think Kobe, to answer your question, I think Kobe fits right in and saying your role is to score. We need you to average yep. 12 points off the bench.
1: Yep. And that's, that's my exact thoughts. I, I look at it. He comes in, he, that that second unit lacks offense. A right. Little bit. It's always a, one of the starters between DeRozan or Zach. Whichever one isn't going, I noticed Billy leaves on the floor with that second unit. So if if DeRozan got it going, he comes off and Zach stays on. If Zach got it going, he goes off and DeRozan stays on to to provide the scoring for that second unit. And Kobe could definitely, he can score. Mm -hmm. He can score, you know, and I think that will provide extra rest for those guys too. Mm -hmm. You know, so... I'm excited to see when he come and how he fits and like how it mesh. I think it's going to be
2: okay. I think it keeps it simple for Kobe too. Like he, you don't have to inundate him with more responsibilities. Like, dude, you know what? Don't worry about being a ball handler. Don't worry about trying to be the point guard. We got a point guard now. Don't worry about trying to distribute the ball. You know what, dude? You know what you do well? You just go out there and be unconscious and just take your damn shots.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know, and off this fast breaking that the defense – the transition, you know, from get the out there on the break. Get out there on the break, and we've seen Kobe. You know, he'll slam it. You know, he'll when he gets, on your he'll dunk on you. <laughs> you know, so he'll he'll run <laughs> to the hole, and he's athletic enough. And hell, the dude's a leading scorer in the state of North North Carolina history. So that's that's not that's not a small accomplishment. You know, so he's got a scores mentality. Feed feed him that. Feed into that. You know, again, we want to put players in positions to succeed at what they do best. He's a scorer. Just have him score. Have him focus on that. And I think you'll get the best out of Kobe. Yeah,
0: I like it. Thursday night. I can't wait, man. New York. Can't College.
2: wait. i Can't
1: be there. wait. I'll be there. <laughs> I was going to wear my Derrick Rose Knicks jersey. But like can't I said, I watched, nope. I watched that first. I, w- I was going to wear it under this. But then I watched that first Knicks game. And I say, man, you know what? Derrick Rose is an op. I love him. But he on the Knicks. I, hey, root for you. I root for you when you ain't playing us, punk. <laughs> hey, don't go there, man. <laughs> no, nah, I still love <laughs>
0: Don't go there. We still got love for you. Yeah, definitely do. He know that. He know that. No doubt about it. Hey, the uh, 75th anniversary All-NBA team came out. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I saw you know usually you know ninety nine point nine percent of the time whatever Smoke says on on social media I one hundred percent agree with <laughs> except for <laughs> except for the other night when he said that uh, did you do okay go ahead yeah yeah go ahead that go ahead. That, that Dwight Howard belonged on the seventy fifth All NBA team and I was like whoa 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 I forgot talking about. Did you do your homework?
1: I, I did do it. my homework. Did you do your homework? I did and, do my and, homework. And did I make is, sense?
0: Here's, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> you are right.
1: Thank you. That's all
0: I, I, I can. <laughs> as much as I wanted to come in with fire and wanted to argue it, he's he's probably right. He's probably well,
2: right. Well, sorry. tell me why. Tell me, convince All right. me. All right. Why well, here is we he
0: right? Here
2: we go. Here we go. Here we go. So the 75th team, they they So, kept... so well, hold on. I'm sorry. Sorry. Interrupt. We're talking about the same guy that got pushed in front of fans because he couldn't stand up when AD said, no, nah, that's my spot.
0: But the but the chairs got in the way back, you know?
2: <laughs> okay. The chairs keep are out, man. Chairs are tough. Okay. I just want to make sure same guy. All right. Yeah. All right. All All same right. guy. Okay. All right. So uh,
0: the 75th anniversary team. Everyone from the from the uh, the fiftieth greatest uh, of all time from '96 oh, is on right. the team. So yeah. so they added they added 26, 26 more names. Right, right. right. Well, it was a tie. So a it's really yeah, seventy six yeah. names. On right. There. All right. So here are the names. All right. Ray Allen, Giannis, yeah. Mello, Kobe, Steph. Yes. yes. Anthony Davis. Probably. No, over the white. No, Anthony Davis. Number one. I'm, I'm, I don't know about over the white, but Anthony Davis does not belong on the team. AD shouldn't have been on it. No. Okay. Yeah, and I'm gonna argue Giannis is a question mark. Two-time what? MVP. Oh Two-time no. MVP, dude. Two-time
1: MVP. Defensive Player of the Year. Finals MVP. Yeah. You can't beat that. No. Brent,
0: <laughs> Harden, Iverson, LeBron James, Jason Kidd, Kawhi Leonard, Tim Duncan. Kevin Garnett, Dame Lillard question mark. Yes. Reggie Miller, Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki, Chris Paul, Gary Payton, Paul Pierce, Dennis Rodman, Dwayne Wade, Russell Westbrook, Dominique Wilkins. I got so, I got four question marks. I put a question mark by Westbrook as well, but Right. MVP David. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Triple double for what was it? Three, three seasons? years.
2: Three seasons. Back four, to back to back. four. Four seasons. He did it four, four or five seasons. Oh, four yeah. or five. Wow. Okay. I,
0: I'll, I'll give you that. Um, but, but we go back to the Dwight Howard argument. I didn't realize he was a t- uh, five time All-NBA first team. Yes. If you go by that stat, everybody that's made it five times on, a, on the, on the uh, All-NBA first team is on this list. Okay. Is on the, the seventy five. Except list. him, except for him, yeah. So he's a
1: three time defensive player of the year.
0: Yes. Now mm-hmm. you know what I I don't that one I don't I I don't I don't get with because if you say the three time defensive player of the year belongs, then Ben Wallace belongs because he won it four times, and a championship, and was on a championship. It was a was a was a key cog on a championship team.
1: I, I'm not going to dispute that he shouldn't. I uh, well, I'm, I'm saying I don't. I don't. I how don't many know. first team and how many All NBA teams does Ben Wallace have?
2: Well, at least three. <laughs> uh, see. If he's if he's Defensive Player of the Year, at least three. You got to be.
0: Not necessarily. Well,
1: no, because 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 uh, one, uh, Mark Gasol won Defensive Player of the Year and didn't make an All Defensive Team. <laughs> yeah. <Really? laughs> yes, it happened.
0: That doesn't wait like. so The, the was, year, the year LeBron, the year it wasn't on the year he
1: was defensive player. Team. He was not on first or second team all defense. That's that's uh, weird. That was the year LeBron. Everybody felt LeBron should have won defensive player of the year. I thought Tony Allen should have won.
2: Well, what about James Harden? Why is James Harden? Because one MVP. Yeah, I don't think he deserves to be on that Okay, so so let me ask you this. If your question marks are Westbrook, A D, Dane Willard, and who else?
0: Russell Westbrook.
2: That's what yeah, i I'll, I'll,
0: I'll, that, I'll take that one out. I'll, I'll, he I'll had Giannis. Out. He had Giannis. I had Giannis. So he so he so he
1: so he
2: scratched that one out. <laughs> so 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 your question, so who you, you have three question marks then? Yes. Harden, Harden. No, hard, I don't have Harden as a question mark. You don't have harden, not. okay? No. The you're one doing. MVP did it. The, the one MVP for you did it.
0: Uh, at a couple scoring championships.
2: Okay, high value. All right. Um. So, who are your question marks then? A. D. Dame Lillard. A. D. Okay, so if you're taking them off, who replaces them? Uh, White Howard. This is one guy you seem to be primed for. So who who's the other player? Adrian Butler. Hey, so, so you're not going recent. You're going. I don't overs. have to know. It doesn't have to be recent. No. 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 Domin- I understand Dominique that. Wilkins
0: was Dominique Wilkins. Reggie Miller. Um. What about Bob McAdoo? No, Bob McAdoo's on here.
2: Isn't he? No, he's not on there. No. Hmm. Why Why not
0: Bob McAdoo? Bob McAdoo could be a could be a guy on that list.
2: No, he's on there. He is on there. I'm looking at his name. He's on there. Is here. he? Yeah, he's on. he okay. was the
0: original fifty, huh? He
2: was on the fifty. Yeah. Back? Okay. Yeah. Um, excuse me, Mister Mcadoo. Um, so Adrian Dantley's interested. What about Mark Aguire? No. Terry Cummings.
0: No, no Terry Cummings. No, no. Mark Aguirre. I don't, I don't, I don't know if Aguire was dynamic enough. What was he like? Like five-time All-Star.
2: So, and you know, he's got a ring as well. Um, Maybe not dynamic enough. I'm just trying to think of players that were uh, Robert. No, Robert Parrish is on here, right?
0: Robert Parrish is on on the team. Yeah. Um, Uh, I, I I said Dantley, and. What about an Alex English?
1: But okay, I'm. I'm gonna ask this. Yeah. So I asked this. So with it being, they did the 50 greatest at that time, right? That was pretty um, much from the eras. Of, I see. I see what you're saying. So you you we know, said
0: it should. It should. It should have been mostly newer guys. I'm not. I'm not.
1: Well, necessarily. Not necessarily. But. But you can't necessarily. Why not? I think it should be the bulk of them.
2: Well, you're just saying the next 25. I mean, these guys might have been borderline and they just didn't make it. But now that you expanded the roster to 75, it doesn't mean there's got to be 25 guys since 1985. It just means that the next best 25 players, which can be from any era.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, arguably, I'm just saying. Arguably, yeah. I, I get it. I think they more so went with to. I, I think they wanted to more so get guys from the eras post the original fifty.
2: Mm, possibly. I mean,
1: I said not because comp- clearly it's not all that
2: because Robin right. was added. Right. So it was Meek. Reggie Miller was added. Dominique was added. You know. What, so what about uh, Mister uh, Michigan? Mr. Timeout, when he don't have any timeouts, he'll never. He
1: won't get added to no list. No, I don't think. Not. I think it's a personal thing, though. But I mean, I'm, I'm saying this because he... no one's even mentioned his name. I mean, I've heard uh, Vince Carter as a big snub. Miss, I've Vince heard Tracy McGrady as a big snub. Yeah. I haven't heard. This is the first time I've heard somebody even mention Chris Webber. Vince uh, is a good one.
2: This is a good one. Just out of longevity alone, um, yeah. T Mac kind of it's like the almost like the uh, Gale Sayers thing. Like man, you need, like you know injuries took you away. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I, I said, hard. I said, yeah.
2: Injuries again, even sooner than T Mac. I think if he stayed healthy, but yeah. the
0: but the impact that he
2: had on the game. Like this, uh, that yeah. was cultural more than yeah. you know, on the court. I'm going to give you a cultural, uh, a social media buzz. That that's I get you in because of social media. there's a lot of people from your homeland vote? I, I don't. <laughs> I, 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 did. I agree. Did I agree.
0: Season and was the was the leading vote getter for the, the All Star team.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's his Ichiro, where you stay and you actually break records and you yeah. really do something. Like right? that's different, you know. I think I think if yeah, now to, to your point, I think if he I think the talent was there, and I think if he stayed healthy, I think he definitely would have easily been, you know, a player that you can add on the to top 75 because he was that he he had that he could be that effectual during the course of a game. And he gave Shaq issues because he's a big big yeah, dude. But you know, if you only play a short amount and you can start having foot problems, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, no Danny Ainge. No. Okay. you ask him about all the
1: old heads
0: <laughs> <laughs> i, 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 I gave you mine. i said i said deadly alex english um
1: no paul george no hell no, <laughs> no.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> for me only only one that i felt was deserving that that I had an issue with was Dwight that was just me and I'm not even a Dwight Howard fan but like I feel like his he gets slacked for what has taken place place on the latter end of his career now granted it's 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 your career they take that into, you know, consideration. But if you're going, like, who's to say after next year, AD don't become what Dwight Howard became. You get what I'm saying? Like, he hasn't played that long to see a potential downfall. Like, like yeah. some people are saying, like you initially said, easy, Giannis hasn't played long enough. But, hell, That's in that I'm short sure. period of time, he got a better resume than a lot of all-time greats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, like you got a resume like his. It don't matter what happens from here on out. No, but mid- well, like no. run DM, run TMC,
2: TMC. Tim Hardaway. You know, the, uh, you know, everybody uh, talks
0: about run TMC, and it, they, they were a great team. They uh, do nothing. Well, they were good. They well, yeah, they didn't do. it nothing. was
1: entertaining. Was they were it.
0: very entertaining. But they were only together for a year and a half. <laughs>
2: Damn, that's crazy. I didn't know that. You thought it was like three or four seasons. <laughs> yeah,
0: what? Yeah. It was only what? a year. Well, if you count like injuries and all that, mm-hmm. it was only like a year and a half. They were they were together.
2: What about Clay? Because he's got a better resume than Harden. Outside of you know Dude? being a scorer. Well, not being a scoring champion or MVP, but he's got you know he, he got a championships, huh? He's got he's got championships, but he also has some outstanding individual records like how many points he scored in a short amount of time, uh defensively, what he's been able to do. I mean they're something I mean he's a he's a but, big part I, of that championship. T- he's not he's not like this at all. So, I mean like Ray I'd Allen tell doesn't have any personal Ray Allen's never been an MVP. Ray Allen doesn't have Ray Allen has a clay clay award in terms of i'm on championship teams and i've made significant contributions and I'm a big reason why we won but i don't have any individual accolades like all-time scorer, well, leading can score well well ray did lead a team to the eastern conference finals
1: when he was with the Bucks, Bucks when uh, before he oh, became oh. that shooter. I, I I'm yeah, just saying yeah,
2: so did I, I, Derek so Derrick Rose. Me
1: I, I mean, hey, youngest MVP probably should have got some consideration too, but I know how that goes.
2: Injuries well, right. is correct. But I'm saying Clay has what three rings, right?
1: Yeah, but but when but my issue is when people say clay, well, why not mention Draymond? Because they don't get them three rings without Draymond. True, Draymond's been defensive all time. You know, like that's my only issue when everybody's so quick to mention Clay. It's like Draymond wasn't no, as right. big of a call a piece <laughs> in that, and right. as as he was, because everyone says, "Had he not got suspended, Game Five, right? They don't lose that series to the Cavs, and in that Game Seven, he was the only one hooping." He had a triple double, thirty-plus point triple double at that. You know, so that's that's my only issue with when people say Clay, I wouldn't have had an issue if Clay was in it. Honestly, I wouldn't.
0: If Dwight was in it, <laughs> I tell you that's that's literally to, my I'm only honest, that's I, literally I, my only big beat. Smoke, I'm gonna give your props. I, I agree with you hundred percent of the time now because, yeah, I looked at it, man. Eight-time All-Star, uh, five NBA first teams. Uh, I think it was like three uh, All-NBA second teams. Uh, three-time Defensive Player. I yeah. Yeah,
2: that's that making a good point, man. But I, I, you know, there's one listener who's gonna be pissed at you. Uh, and I say you, I'm talking about you, Brandon, because you didn't mention his name. You know, you dropping knowledge, but you you forgot this dude, and we might even lose a listener because of that. One Carl Nix might be pissed at you didn't say that he should be in that.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Carl. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> man, I would love to get his input on that, though. Yeah, what, you know, what we, need to have think, him, we need to have him back on here. Well,
2: he thinks about you know that this list. I would love to hear his 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 view on that because well, he's pretty much seen all these guys play or mm-hmm. played, against played against several of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and for me, I'm I'm young. I don't really
1: know beyond Jordan. You know, like most of these guys, I've never seen them. Like Mcadoo's stuff you was naming.
2: I know Hayes. their names,
1: but I didn't see them play.
2: Al you know, Greer, so Elvin
1: Hayes. Yeah. So when yes. I looked, so so I looked at it from the point of the guys they added from this mm-hmm. era that the White should be in. Over. I didn't look at no one else in the past. Like, like someone said, the White should have got in. Kendrick Perkins said this: the White should have got in over Patrick Ewing. I'm like, okay, see, you a yeah, dumbass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, 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 go look at the numbers. And people were really like, no, you tripping smoke." Okay, go look at the numbers. The White Howard averaged over 20, only four season, and the highest was 22. Pat was averaging 24, 28, 26, like, yearly with yeah. double-digit yeah. rebounds, and he averaged more blocks a year than, than what Dwight did. I'm like, now, nah, let's not get it twisted. I'm speaking up for Dwight. But but Pat was in the era where the big man was was Dominant. the big man. Yeah, right. Like, Dwight. See, I I'm, like, I'm going
0: against myself. The problem, he's the product, problem is, it's a product of the NBA going away from the big man. The pro- the problem is that you know a lot of younger people they see the dunks that uh, that Pippen and and some guys had on
2: Ewing, oh, yes, you. Oh, disrespectful know. dunks! Yeah. But once yeah.
0: again, what did I say earlier? We own
1: them. They see <laughs> all that. <laughs>
2: hey,
0: those Knicks series, man. Uh, Ninety-two, the Knicks took the Bulls to seven. Um uh, what else? 93. Uh the, the Eastern Conference Finals Knicks yeah. won game games one and two in New one York, and, two. and we 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 thought we were in trouble. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Bulls yeah. fans. We thought we, we were in serious yeah. trouble. Uh Star one of those Stars, signature dunks Stark dunked on uh on Grant and uh he Michael dunked on, on Horace Grant and and Jordan was in the picture, but He's was in the not jumped on. <laughs> and yeah, that we went, we came out of Chicago 02, and I was like, oh my, this might be it. Right. And uh luckily Superman put his cape on and uh. Yeah. We won four straight. The, the, straight. The, the infamous <laughs> uh, Charles Smith. Oh, yeah, game <laughs> five. It it's,
1: it's just sounds. It, it,
0: but, that it, was, but Patrick, that, those those were Patrick Ewing's teams, man. And, yeah, and he was just constant, man. He was killing us down low. And then those damn, uh, he had those baseline jumpers, man, late in games. He would just knock them down. It was, it was he was tough, man.
2: He was tough so, to deal with. No Brad Daugherty, No Sean Kemp of those guys. Sean right? Kemp ain't on there? No. Wow.
1: Gary made it and Sean didn't? Ooh. Ooh. That's interesting.
0: But, mm,
1: That's interesting. I
0: don't know. Uh,
2: Grant Hill? Injuries.
0: Injury, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, man, on, nah, let, nah, me, nah. let me look at Sean Kim. Let me look at Sean Kim Yeah, that, that Nah, one's... he only man. He only averaged twenty once in his career.
1: What did Gary do?
0: Gary was, S- a, was steals, assists. Yeah, he was yo. Gary was getting steals, and then freaking he was facilitating <laughs> the steals for because Nate McMillan was also averaging like two steals, steals a game, and it was all off of Gary Payton, man. Next to him, uh.
2: No, Alonzo morning, huh?
0: A lot, that's a good one. He's
2: yeah, got his ring.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. I got to You know what? I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Kendall about uh, about Alonzo next time I see him. But now you got that. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a good debate. It's a good debate that we could we can carry on for the next twenty five years when the one hundred team comes out. <laughs>
2: the 100 team. Who's not on this list? Everybody's on the list. It's like the Avengers. Who's not an Avenger? (laughs) Hey, let's move on to picks.
0: And, uh, Glenn, good week for you. Two and one. Hey, hey, back to 500. I think. Yeah. Yeah. 10, 10, 10 and one. Yeah, Uh, baby. Middle of the road. That's me. You got, you got the, uh, you got the Bengals and the Cardinals and, uh, Lost Tennessee, uh, yeah, I should have known 25 better. 25 and a half to Alabama, which I followed <laughs> you, I followed you in real life on that
2: one. <laughs> Didn't work out. <laughs> it seemed like it seemed like a shoe at one point, right? You're going back you, and forth. Yeah. I remember you walked past the bubble, I shook my head, I said, Nope, <laughs> <laughs> here it comes.
0: I and, thought that I thought, we, I thought we were good, We, were, we were only down seven. I was like, Yeah, we're good, we're all right. We're uh, all right. No, nah, nah, didn't work nah. out. Here it comes. <laughs> uh smoke, you went one and two. Uh yeah. you got uh Oklahoma State and you got the Rams and you lost the uh Bears Bucks game. Uh you are over I lost the
1: I lost the Rams game too, right?
0: Oh excuse, I said you won. I'm sorry. Yes, you mm-hmm. lost that one, one and two. Uh so the only win was the Oklahoma State game. Um, so you're eight, 12 and one now. And then I am a nice 0-6 for the last two weeks. Wow. 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 And you're still ahead of us. Crashing <laughs> down the earth. <laughs> but I'm still in first place at 11-10. So, uh... Damn. <laughs>
2: you catching
1: them, GM. You catching
0: them. No, I ain't catching shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, let's see. Smoke. Still on you. Okay. You, you. You're picking first. Okay.
1: I'm taking... Kansas as a 30 and a half point underdog to wow. Oklahoma State. Wow.
2: Yeah, they sure they played really good against Oklahoma. Right? Yeah, they did. They so played really they?
1: good. So I'm, I'm taking and clearly they Oklahoma was supposed to beat their ass, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm i am I'm I'm gonna take them to cover on that. Um yeah, I'm gonna take. Thursday night game. I'm gonna go Packers plus six, hoping that I'm wrong. <laughs> that's my that's my sacrifice pick of the week. And I'm going to take Cincinnati minus nine and a half over the Jets.
0: All right. So you got Kansas, what was it, plus 30 and a half. Plus 30 and a half. Packers plus six and Bengals minus nine. All
2: right. Glenn, what you got? Um take my one college game. I uh, just more of a a feel for it because I just don't believe in the the Wolverines. I'm gonna take a little brother, Michigan State as a home mm, dog upset as a home dog getting four and a half against the Wolverines. Cause I think they're gonna win outright, to be quite honest with you. Um and then I'm gonna go uh, pros. I'm taking I just feel like this team is hot right now. I'm going to take the Titans minus one on the roll at Indy. I know Indy's been playing well, too, but they haven't really beat anybody good. They've just been better at not losing than the other team. And my last pro game, this this one's a bit of a stretch, but everyone seems to be whopping up on this team. I just don't see them – Trying to do anything to win, I think they just really trying to get the number one pick. I'm gonna take the Rams. It's a lot of points. I'm gonna take the Rams. Giving up 14 and a half on the road against the Texans. Actually, I'm look. I was looking at that.
1: They should come.
2: Well, hey, it, it's, it's, it's it, unless the
1: unless the Texans are gonna come out and do like the Lions did to start the game to get themselves get themselves ahead. <laughs> they well, scored. Then onside kick, then all right, punt, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> They pulled out all the stops, early.
2: <laughs> but it's weird. Man. I mean, COVID changes everything. Cause we're making these picks now. You know, the next thing we oh, you know, shit. Thursday night. Oh, whoa, oh, you know, uh, oh, starting shit. quarterback.
1: I just picked the Packers, Devontae Adams probably yeah. be out.
2: I was yeah. wondering if you knew about yeah, that, you got, but yeah. you know, I, I'm, I, gonna it. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep I said I, I it was think you, I, you, said, I think you said I said wrong. it's reverse. I
0: said it's reverse. So <laughs> right. yeah. I'ma keep it. So uh Glenn, you got Michigan State, you got Sparty plus four and a half. Four and a half, yeah. You got the Tennessee Titans minus one. Right. And the Rams, the Rams minus 14 and a half. Right. All right. Uh my turn, I am going to take Purdue, really? uh, they are plus seven uh, at Nebraska. Okay, well, I can see that coming after their uh, their big upset win uh, last Saturday. Uh, or was, was that last was that last Saturday? No, Saturday, Saturday before last. They got last. they got
2: smashed yeah. this past week. They can't beat the brakes. Beat off them. <laughs>
0: oh. Well, I'm still going to go with it. (laughs) Um, I'm staying away from the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors this week because they don't don't work for me. (laughs) Those dudes, man. I'm going to go to NFL. Uh, Let's go Cleveland minus three and a half. Browns against Pittsburgh. Let's make this interesting. I'm gonna go with the Monday night game. I'm gonna take
2: Kansas City minus 10. I thought about that. Cause I'm like, they gotta be pissed.
1: Who they play? The Giants the Giants. Giants, Giants? See, you know what? Actually, them and the Bears. After the losses, they get some win games they could. Cause man, I'm telling you, we got better wins than Kansas City. People is finally realizing. <laughs> City won opened opener, then they lost to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Then they beat up on Philly and Washington. Man. No, they beat up on Philly. Philly then they lost, lost to lost to Buffalo.
2: Chargers are first, right?
1: Oh no, they lost to the Chargers and yeah. Buffalo back to back.
2: Right. Then they beat Washington. Then they beat Washington. Then and they, they got just got smoked. brutalized. <laughs> they got smoked. Just like Titans. similar to us, forty-seven hey, to three, and they weren't even that close.
0: Hey, check. I'm sorry. Check that. I'm taking Illinois
2: instead of Purdue. Oh, uh oh. The Fighting in line, You, 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 you believe in them after that twelve overtime? Wait, wait. wait, all the time. wait, wait. I just it? looked at this. 11, 12, They 10. opened.
0: They opened at minus two, and are now at plus one and a half hmm. against Rutgers. So I'm taking. I'm taking Illinois plus one and a half you taking off? The, I'm taking Purdue Can't off. say it again? Oh, no, Purdue Purdue. Purdue. So I got Illinois plus one and a half against Rutgers. I got the Cleveland Browns minus three and a half. Uh, and I got the Chiefs minus 10 on Monday night against the New York Giants. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully that works out. We, we shall see. We shall see. Hey, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. We want to thank... All of our listeners for joining us this week, we greatly appreciate it. We don't take your listens lightly. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also find us at HP53Productions.com, where you'll find a link to our podcast, as well as the Super Duper Podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and the Father Good Podcast hosted by Kenny Stevenson and Marshall Givens.
2: AGM. Yes, sir. Please take us out. Hey, it's like we always say. Nagy's wrong. He ain't <laughs> never going to be right. <laughs> we catch catching
0: next <this> week. <laughs> <laughs>